0: Hey guys, first of all, thanks for clicking that play button. I really appreciate you taking the chance on finding out a little about a stranger like me. My name is Chris Tellez. This is my interview with Ariel and Jared and leading the blind. And if you're blind, I hope you're not expecting to hear any blind stuff because that's not actually what the podcast is about. Podcast is about my journey through comedy, (laughs) where I started, where I've been, where I'm going. Do I even know? (laughs) Find out. Please uh, listen to the whole episode or these guys don't get credit for the listen. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Ah, ah,
1: ah, (laughs) Bye.
2: You I should start, start, yeah, so that they don't, so that they don't, don't get into they, the habit I don't care what these fucking always. people think.
1: Let them think it. I do care. Man, it's good I don't care. No, I care. You start. Uh, are we starting now? Uh, hey, welcome to Leading the Blind Podcast with Ariel Norman and Jared McCorkle. Um, this week's episode is Chris Tellus. It was really good. We talked about um, stuff. We just uh, talked about. Oh, we it.
2: had we got an amazing bombing story. Oh and, yeah, um, that was uh, amazing. And I don't. I got some great uh, advice and some useful things about set lists and um, and his and his process. It was. Uh, it's useful for me for the for the questions I'm after. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It was a really fun. It was a really fun listen. This and is so. just fucking hilarious as yeah. a person. He's so one just of, he's one enjoyable. of the funnier ones. I think we've done. One of the funnier people. Yeah. Um. Enjoy.
0: A judgmental prick. Such that a hipster, that yeah. When that yeah. name came out, I was like, I "Fucking uh, it hate the name." Gay. It does sound no. gay. So not really, even gonna give that I band think it's a just chance. I homophobic
2: <laughs> of people. Not talking.
0: it's overset. Uh, yeah. Mumford. In this case, I'm okay with it. I'm never gonna give them a chance, and I'm gonna still say they suck because <laughs> <laughs> that name but, sucks. Cause I that hate was, the correct it. Opinion.
2: it. was yeah, but, Apparently,
0: I like band names that fucking rock to say you're gonna go to a concert. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm gonna go check out Slayer tonight. I'm gonna go, dude, I'm gonna go check out Mumford and it's Like, you
2: can't. Yeah, it's
0: alright. all around. Sounds lame. Vigenia, it doesn't hurt. Right. No, I yeah, I is.
2: had the experience of I liked Mumford and Sons, and I always you know enjoyed I enjoyed listening to their music. And then someone at work one day was like just going on about how they're Christians and they're stupid and how dorky they are. And he was like a music guy who was in a band and stuff, and he was, you know, he he seemed like an authority on it. And so I was I just realized oh. We're not supposed to like Wait. Mumford and Sons anymore and then oh. I even heard yeah, well, some jo- well, and it's like ruined but I Christian? can't enjoy them anymore.
1: Was it that they were Christian or was it was he bitching because they were like youth pastory? No, he was, well he was just different. making
2: he was just mocking them. He yeah. was just like, "Oh, we're Mumford and Sons and we're Christian. Listen to our la la la." But he was from like Missouri right. or something. So you're telling
0: me it's not a guy and his two kids? <laughs> that's just I've what never, I figured it I've was again I've never listened it. to them
2: yeah. <laughs> it, it might be like, it nobody never... wants to see a
0: shitty family band no, it's, like, right? okay. it's
2: no, never even it, occurred is, to me to that think that about
1: it's Wait, six that was brothers it? or six, that's their dad it's like the Osmonds or something I'm their really, dad's like the bass player that their dad's sing. the agent <laughs> their dad like kind of does oh, the bit dad dad I don't know
0: I'm oh just my God. going we along with you. it watch them be like in like eight years I'm gonna actually listen to them and then they blow my mind and they broke up and I missed Powerful so many stuff. times to see like them like Chicago or agent. something dude I should've caught Mumford and Sons while they were around fuck me
1: but seriously I think the thing got alright not that seriously but it got oversaturated because it wasn't just like Mumford and Sons it was like nine bands That
2: kind of sounded That
1: were like that cool. New folk Appalachian-y stuff like And had names like that Right yeah. Yeah. Like people yeah.
0: were having Fucking dumb names Like that Mumford and Sons yeah. I don't think it's the same But for some reason When I think of Mumford and Sons I think of the Lumineers And yeah. I'm like yeah. I fucking hate that band name too There was a lot of, a lot of vest wearing. wearing
1: A lot of Suspenders oh, A lot of interesting vests? hats Were going on yeah. And it's like yeah, you're not that cool I, I think that's you, what it was yeah. It's just
0: when I hear the name I could already a a Picture what they sound like Yeah, And that sounds like Super
1: judgmental on my but I would yeah, agree with Ariel that it's not that's not always the most fair thing that like sometimes a band will get like a bad reputation because of like the kind of people that like them. Yeah, and like then, musicians like, are
2: also they're supposed to be cool and try to figure out how to like market themselves and gain a following. And then as soon as you do, you just kind of become douchey and now it's not cool. When to it like becomes you.
0: gimmicky, like where you're wearing like suspenders or a vest and like yeah. a mustache and a weird bowler hat, you ever look hat? in the mirror <laughs> and like, you're like, mm. you got to commit to that for yeah. the rest of your career. Yeah. Yeah. You're like it's yeah. gonna be weird when you come out with the casual tea and jeans on and like, what the yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah. Also, you
1: know
2: that. Cool. Sell out. We came to Instagram you and but, now. Uh,
1: no, but that cool you look shit like also. Me and my like, friends. <laughs> it, they, it giveth and it taketh away because they were getting a lot of unjustifiable pussy in college. They uh, uh, didn't you deserve so? it. They had no personalities. They just uh, had a mustache. Who deserves it? Uh, well, I'll tell you who does. <laughs> That's who what I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, No, but I'm just saying the fact <laughs> that now they're hated on the basis of that gh. Yeah is well they were getting a lot of popularity early on so it's whatever you know i guess i, mean, I don't but, know how much happens. they got
2: late in college but it, oh you it, could
1: tell. it had literally never occurred to me to on. even
2: think about the name and that there might be sons involved Man. it just sounds like generic
1: yeah well, there
2: you band go. Looking, name to it's
0: almost is it like a biblical thing i don't know it i don't Mumford think so Mumford?
1: what is that what the yeah. fuck is that band name? like where, know, where did they get that from it reminds me of i think of berry picking it sounds yeah, good yeah, Mumford, Mumford, like, Mumford yeah. Berries we were dancing naked in the Mumford real? Berries I mean just
0: the word Mumford it must be a yeah. it does not sound like it rocks it
1: <laughs> sounds like, <laughs> sound like, sound like, like faux Brit shit like it, it sounds kind of like Winnie the Pooh kind of to me they make it impossible for a band like Hootie and the Blowfish to be around yeah if Blowfish dropped today
0: like it would have it would have just fell by the wayside because there's too many pretentious bands and there's these guys who just you know wear khaki cargo shorts and Mighty Duck baseball Caps and everybody's like, I don't watch that guy shred. Yeah. (laughs) That looks like an asshole. Now, you got to have a look.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Comma, you guys. What Do you about guys that? like Hootie and the Blowfish? I mean, I, you <laughs> know,
2: that's one of those uh, bands that <laughs> I've heard people talk about my entire. I mean, I remember being five years old uh-huh. and like school teachers talking about them, but I don't think I've, I don't even well, know which song you
1: is. know it or you may not know it, but like it, it, you know, know it. it was the scene. Yeah, it's the scene I want to th- be with you. All oh, right, that's Hootie and the Blowfish. That nineties yeah, inflection. Right, come from yeah,
2: I got you. Honestly, I'm a little
1: upset at those guys, Dave Matthews, for what they did to Eddie Vedder because Eddie Vedder that's just his voice if you hear that guy talk it's like that's how he that's how he sounds well there was a rise of
0: the Eddie Vedder sound alike that's what I'm saying the calling uh, remember that uh, that band, The Calling, he had that song about his dead grandfather. Anyway, he sounds it just like Creed? Eddie Vedder Like yeah, there was yeah. Yeah, Creed. So many bands,
1: and it, it, as a Pearl now he's Jam fan, by association. Yeah, yeah, it kind of kills me because it's like they when people do Eddie Vetter's voice, they do it as if yeah. he's doing a voice right, exactly. It's like he's, yeah. I've always hated that. Pearl Jam, but uh, it, when that happened,
0: I I hate him even more. Now. <laughs> You're right, <laughs> See? even for people who already hated him, <laughs> yeah, they hate him times two. <laughs> it's not fair. Which is unfair. Not I was trying to, to like. Here's a reason not. To I hate him it's like i hate him more a second layer of hate's not his fault at
1: all <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man
2: yeah pearl jam has made me feel things I'm oh not, so good. i'm not ashamed first of two albums
0: yeah is this the podcast by the way we've we been just recording the it's, oh yeah, yeah yeah because
1: yeah. we want to oh. have some nice banter in here to start oh man that's important even all that stuff we said about all those people i don't know i hope we'll I, see where
2: it gets cut in you uh, know we get
1: to edit it so we'll just keep the <laughs> we shit don't edit.
2: you said <laughs> um well welcome to the podcast know.
1: thanks for you having me you made guys. it you want
2: us to be formal I you're guess.
1: pretty you're pretty uh, yeah. comfortable in this room i imagine um, yeah i Great. do live in this room yeah <laughs> so you there's your dirty sleeping bag <laughs> uh chris has a if you don't know chris has a podcast uh has why should we care? Or why uh, do we care? Or why? It's uh both of them. Yeah. <laughs> the other one's my Can solo spin off. <laughs>
0: <else>. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why I care. <laughs> uh oh, they're all that's uh great. tanking. <laughs> no, it's called Why Should We Care on the same network as you guys. Yeah, it's body me and uh my roommate of five years, AJ Henderson. Very nice job. Uh and we just invite people on to, to tell us why we should care about whatever they want us to uh, talk whatever they want to talk about and then we're pretty open if we don't care so, yeah so yeah that's what we do in our spare time yeah
1: check that out <laughs>
2: that's pretty cool yeah. well
1: i got a question start go ahead. are you from austin you're from houston right? i'm from dallas dallas, dallas. Okay. yeah i look like i'm from houston uh <laughs> a compliment i get that I get, dallas. Dallas. I get it all the time go, houston
0: no nah, man dallas It's just walking by someone uh yeah um, from dallas do you like austin uh, no, yeah, cool. I you love like Austin. I love <laughs> Austin. Uh, I love Dallas too, but uh um you know they will both always be home but like uh i'm glad i moved to austin and did comedy out here yeah
2: you started in dallas though right yeah
0: i did it for like a year out there for like a
2: year you, you don't.
1: i don't mean this is a good thing or a bad seem thing like a dallas you don't guy? No, you don't seem like an austin guy that's why oh what the hell is that supposed <laughs> to mean? uh you seem dumb man oh. yeah, no know. <laughs> now um, you see I, my first i was thinking about this driving over here is that you don't you're not really sensitive and that oh, was yeah. a thing that I noticed really quickly mm. about people in Austin, especially yeah. comedy community, but just generally. yeah. Uh, like I feel like I could tell you a joke that might be kind of dark or something like that. and your first. Yeah. instinct wouldn't be let me monitor it for it's content and figure out whether that you might hate me later Yeah, but you would laugh if it was funny or something like that
0: yeah I guess I uh, I wonder if I have any topics that are just like the, as my boy Pat Saroy would say thought that was off the table bro you know, like, <laughs> uh, but uh, usually uh, I'll just uncomfortably laugh and talk about it later yeah. to my friends <laughs> like, did you hear about that terrible joke Jared said <laughs> yeah. oh my yeah, he's god actually... how did he gonna get jumped by everyone <laughs> he's yes, more he's sensitive than you think he just, yeah. just everybody saves sensitive. it up for shit that's yeah. that's the thing it's, it's not way, to way me,
2: more insidious it's not, it's <laughs> not about
0: political let the pain correctness. explode
1: inside, inside <laughs> <Yeah>. of me <laughs> yeah. but to me it's not Could about you, political bro? correctness it's like sometimes uh like i'll think something somebody said was awful yeah but i don't necessarily feel like i'm canonized as a cop yeah. to like give them shit or well, like I, put it on the internet think, and stuff uh, like
0: that as far as like some of the stuff <laughs> like uh i know like with facebook and all that and all of us comics just uh uh, you know communicating through that and then just like when you see somebody do something crazy or say something that pisses a lot of people off yeah uh i think sometimes the sometimes the best route to take is just not to post anything oh sit yeah back and enjoy the show <laughs> 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 i'll be friends with everybody still Way you know better to watch it even yeah. if i disagree with whatever was said i'm not gonna be pissed about it. i'm just gonna
1: enough people are
0: gonna get pissed about that i could sit back and yeah. watch this shit
1: uh, i think i'm done with it Uh, Not for promoting I'm still on there And I still like Try to write jokes For funny things But like I don't use social media As a way to like Oh, he'll oh, he'll express myself. Oh, man, no, no, I'm really? not. I'm not yeah. boycotting be very it. Very true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Are yeah. They're devastated. They're sure. I think. I think people that way. But <laughs> don't I like make this like official, folks. Of he's line. just
0: kidding. He's yeah. not really yeah. going to do this. <laughs> it,
1: it didn't work out for me so well.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to make a raging comeback sooner <laughs> than I'm you. Think. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm done, man. I can't. You're going to have a shitty night at mugs or something. Because here's what I think. It's not fun.
2: No, it's not fun. I'm glad (laughs) you've come around (laughs) to that. Yeah, I I mean, I almost type things every now and then, and just uh, 90% of the time, nope. Nope. Every
0: now and then, if somebody no, just types something I agree with, them, that's when you throw a like. Yeah, in there. Yeah. A like yeah, me too, <laughs> yeah, me too though. Yeah, me too though. For you. And you know, if the other person they're arguing, re- who who the fuck? 14 likes, 14 new enemies. Let's see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who liked that. statement
2: yeah. <laughs> You know, I always wonder how often. Blizzard, people Blizzard man, I
1: thought you were my bro. <laughs>
2: who were the two people who liked that yeah. weird comment? And one of them is me. Huh? What <laughs> and one <and> of
1: them you <laughs> look in the enemies list now, and it's like your mom liked it. It's like, what the fuck? Why would you? <laughs> you could it's like. Just but he also liked my insult yeah who side
2: are you on <laughs> yeah. man whoever has a good one you know <laughs> this
0: shit is divisive mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but but yeah awful. you're right man I'm hard as a rock and uh, that's for sure <laughs> people who talk shit all the time just rolls right off of me. I'm just like whatever dude life's a trip and uh, you do only live once you actually do yeah. so that's what that's why I'm wearing uh, this yellow t-shirt today
2: are you behind yeah. that
0: oh. it's under my shirt under my <laughs> jacket
2: <laughs> So you started in Dallas, and what is it like, or what was it like? How long ago was that?
0: Uh, That was like in
2: 2010.
0: 2010. Uh, Yeah, and it was good. It was just like, I went to Mike's for like several months with my friend Ian, and I, I knew I'd try eventually, but you know I was terrified to try. So yeah. I just had to watch enough shitty comics suck to realize ah, at least I'm better it's than not him. That bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then I hopped on, and that's, I was I was better than him. The
1: first mic is yeah, uh, the fourteen of them or whatever. Yeah, uh, it seems like that's the first mic is divisive in that way. But yeah. you either watch it. If you're not going to be a comic, you watch it and you see somebody do really bad, and you're like, I'm not good. I don't want to be that because you think mm. you'd be that. Oh, yeah. I mean. Or you see that and you're like, oh, I would fucking do I'll better do than better that. I do better than this, yeah. Oh, I'm, totally. not gonna be, I, no, I'm not going to be, I know I'm not going to be the worst person, yeah. or I'm not going to be the
2: There's some bad, half of the worst. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's yeah. funny when you meet somebody who you're like, they had a good set, and like when you're like that new, you're like, when I was new, I remember seeing like three comics in one, one night that I thought were like amazing. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. And I just marked out after the show and in and like they're friends of mine now and uh you yeah. know they're as miserable as i am yeah and i avoid their text you know, but, <laughs> but at the moment at <laughs> the moment i was like wow
1: yeah. they're incredible
0: yeah that thing he did about chicken nuggets man i've thought the same Killed thing it. i didn't <laughs> know i was thinking it but, <laughs>
1: but i yeah. mean you're just impressed people can't do it at all or yeah. like oh and they went up there and the, they told jokes those jokes got laughed yeah, yeah, yeah they
0: were genuinely funny and i guess just uh opening that that's the positive side maybe when you start when you see a little comic just crush in a room yeah yeah all right it is possible i don't know
1: who was the first person you saw crush like that local comic
0: uh in dallas it was this guy who's actually going to be on my show shits golden on monday but it was this guy uh byron stamps he's a he's probably just my favorite comedian in dallas yeah uh and in this girl shirty lester uh they were both two of those comics that i mentioned like they're the first mike i saw yeah yeah, yeah. that really stood out as like wow
1: just fantastic Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah And you could tell they were going to be, like, good and everything. Yeah. Or they were already good. Yeah, and I've
0: kept tabs on their careers because we've been friends since I started in Dallas. Yeah. uh, It's been cool to see, like, them getting on festivals and uh, doing different stuff since. Yeah. That was really cool. Well, they're funny enough that you know they were going to keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, and so you did open mics for several months, and then did you start getting booked on some shows in Dallas?
0: Yeah, I remember uh, there was this... Uh, the first show in Dallas i actually was like cuz it was a comedy club i know Dallas comedy house would have me on some shows but hyenas comedy club in uh um dallas over there on mockingbird they uh <laughs> this guy billy, billy mcfarland who was running just called me into his office one day and he just uh, asked me if i want to be on a sunday show he's putting together and uh, now i realize it was just like a whatever gig you know yeah. but i was just like what, what? my face is going to get on a flyer what <laughs> He searched through Facebook, didn't get my permission, which photo, and just put it on the poster. <laughs> you picked that photo, really? That kind of show. Yeah. I was stoked, and uh, yeah, it was like a little Sunday crowd, and it, but they were good, and it was my first time uh, doing that. And then uh, I got asked to guest for Ron Shock, mm-hmm. uh, who, and that was at a different hyenas, uh, the one in Arlington, and then uh, <laughs> that one uh, kind of sucked because they asked me to uh, do a guest spot. I was at the mic a few nights before, and I was like, yeah, and then I posted it on Facebook, and like a lot of people came to see me just because it was those friends that have waited for you to do comedy forever, right? And then- That dries up real quick. Yeah, and the show packs (laughs) up, and I'm parked outside, and right when I park, uh, the girl who runs it uh, messages me and says hey Chris uh, we're gonna have to bump you off the show <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know and I'm also still new at the time and I'm just like really dumb so like uh, I just like oh now I gotta cancel the Facebook event no 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 it's just like uh, I like how you're pubescent yeah <laughs> that's so many years oh, ago no. like seven years ago no I just told her like hey uh I have a lot of people who came to see me <laughs> you know just do like yeah. five minutes I'm like treating it like I'm anything yeah, yeah. it in a. uh she was like, well, you know, uh, Ron decided not to have any, uh, I guess, the, but I'll tell you what, the best thing for you to do is come hang out with uh, the comics, get to know them, and, you know, maybe uh, work on that them networking skills or whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, man, fuck that. You know, I had like a different attitude. I was just, nah, I got to tell people I'm not going to be on it now. And mm-hmm. so then I uh, and that was it. But then I, I went next. To, well, it was just such a terrible story. They eventually let me on the show. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. She night felt bad like for penny? me. I think. Oh. Yeah. I think it was a pity. I
2: mean, that's why? worth
0: it. Well, I was uh, outside with some friends who came to see me, mm-hmm. and I didn't tell them not to go to the show, but yeah. they came to see me. They, you know, it was a, they're not comedy nerds or comedy fans, yeah. so yeah. they weren't going to see a bunch of like comics uh, that they didn't know, I guess. Yeah. So when she found out, like, uh, people were outside, we were all going to go hang out at a bar. She was like. Uh, pretty much tell your friends to come back and uh, so you know they just wanted the people I was going to say the, she
2: just wanted the people she didn't feel sorry for you yeah, she, she was just like, like oh man. we just want to sell five more tickets yeah,
0: yeah. I remember when I went on that night uh, this comic uh, uh, came up and he did the hey what do you mean to say uh, you did uh, clubs and colleges or something like that you know and <laughs> I, I was just like oh they're lying about that this guy didn't do clubs and colleges because I didn't do no clubs and I definitely do no colleges <laughs> so like uh, I told him uh, hey um Actually, if you uh, could say I was on The Bachelor seasons two and four, uh, that would be dope. <laughs> he nice. went, For real? And I went, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, he went on there and he introduced me. He was like, "This next comic, uh, you guys might actually recognize. Uh, he was on The Bachelor seasons two <laughs> and four, which is so weird because that's <laughs> like you're getting to come it back. Saying, <laughs> yeah, they, they, it leaves it up to you. Yeah. The audience are like, season four. I guess he came back, or did yeah. he get his own spinoff? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or was he just like an update? Mo- I don't know what it was. He though. was a gaff. For on yeah, the, in that's on shit. YouTube. <laughs> Somebody posted it on YouTube, so I'm not lying. And you could hear like a hush fall over the crowd. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh shit! Ooh, really? Oh, when yeah. you just said that, I thought you meant no. I actually was. I was the on The Bachelor. Two yeah. and four. I was the first one eliminated <laughs> both Every times. Time, yeah. You're just the yeah, driver
2: and, of the car that uh, takes the others. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> I driving. On back. It. It's on my IMDb. Yeah,
0: uh, hey, don't worry, bud. Plenty fish in the sea. I'm yeah. just always saying that. <laughs> yeah but
2: okay so she let you on did the show go well
0: the show i mean after my set i just didn't go back into the room i just went and hung out at the bar with some friends and stuff yeah (laughs) and then uh uh, but no i don't i thought it went well but looking back on it um maybe not i remember (laughs) going up to her (laughs) because i didn't realize at the time i'm like bearing my name uh, at this venue she's yeah. never gonna book me again you know yeah uh for not just listening to her but i didn't give a shit to be honest i was just like fuck that man you told me to do this guest spot and now yeah. you gonna boot me right before that's how i felt at the time uh but i remember going into the office afterwards and she was like on her computer and <laughs> i had a business card
2: <laughs> oh, <yeah.
0: laughs> this is i was only like a few months yeah and then uh So I just said, hey, thanks for uh, putting me on the show. And then she was like... Yeah, she was just didn't even look at me. She was yeah. looking at her computer. going, yes, yeah, Chris. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to check out your set. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. And I just put my card on the desk. Yeah, I still put my <laughs> card away. down, and I was like, well, if you want to catch it later, <laughs> I'm doing the open mic here next week. But like, you know, <laughs> just left, and then she never hit me up ever
1: again. I like so. how she, the way she said that. I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to see your set, which is basically like her way of theater. saying. I want you to know I did not see yeah I did not I, yeah, I she totally yeah. didn't have to say that
2: yeah Try I was like uh, I should have just showed
0: her if owned my own iPhone was around I would just like, check it out I filmed it
2: I'm <laughs> on stage
0: this is a joke I said about Ninja Turtles and yeah. just like yeah it was that kind of material I had to abridge it it's way longer I yeah. had a full seven minutes I didn't even get to do I did a lot of like uh, I hate this club jokes oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna love this it's good she did a club see owner. It. Classic. yeah but that was like my uh, those were like my first two times performing at a comedy club <laughs>
2: so did you start i mean performing kind of regularly in the in the in the clubs or shows that dallas has no
0: those were the only two much, that right? like comedy clubs that ever booked me in dallas uh, yeah. there was dallas comedy house which is uh more improv uh, you know but right. they have great comedy shows and they booked me on any like festival like they have a megaphone marathons or any improv comedy festival they had with a little side of stand-up mm-hmm. they'd always book me uh and that was every few months you know But it wasn't until I came to uh, Austin and got booked at CAP that I started working regularly anywhere. Yeah. 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 That makes sense.
2: Now, why did you decide to move to Austin?
0: Um, I I like to tell people that uh, it was for the comedy, but really I just was tired of my friends. Uh, (laughs) 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 I loved my friends, but I remember uh, the last... I always kind of thought about moving to Austin. And uh, I was already doing comedy and me and my friend Gerardo were supposed to get an apartment together and then that fell through, and I was frustrated, and I said, you know, fuck this, I'm just moving to Austin. And I kind of made a declaration yeah. uh, to my friends, and then I was like, Ugh, I guess I have to do it now. <laughs> I'll show you guys. Yeah, and then I, I moved out here, and I would come visit my friend Courtney every now and then just to go check out an improv show or stand-up, and I was just already like, man this is going to rock because there's like yeah. uh good shows everywhere here like it, uh, in Dallas i was used to doing like a place called Dryer Street Pub and stuff like that which would be like an empty ass bar with just comedians waiting to go up and yeah. you still go to them and all but over here like that's what i'm saying you go to an open mic here and even if there's like six or seven people here that's awesome yeah. in Dallas uh, and things might have changed by now but since then and now from Dallas I don't know what it's like but, but at the time the, at the, the time, comparison was obviously. I think it's, oh, it's yeah, improved some Town. but it's you know yeah. but dude like you know Cold Town's every Friday here it always fills up like yeah. the, the Cap City mic on Sundays is always mm-hmm. uh, has like a pretty good feel to it you know mm-hmm. yeah. there's like the, a, there's a, a I'm sorry good sorry dropping mic. all these local references <laughs> but, you know yeah, our yeah.
2: national would, yeah, listeners a, are probably least be, a,
1: yeah. <laughs> the fuck is Velveeta room cheese room. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, all right. So you you moved to Austin, and then that was in about 2011, though.
0: Yeah. Early two thousand eleven, I think.
2: So and the scene here was definitely smaller than like was it uh was it fairly easy to get friends and get booked?
0: For me it was both of them. How do we Next make friends? Question. I'm just <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh
0: no, man. It was exciting. well, I think it was easy to meet friends and stuff because when I moved out here, uh, you know, I just had a clean slate. I didn't yeah. know anybody. Mm-hmm. The comedy I'd been working on for like a year, which is like piecing together like a five to seven minute set was just so new here because nobody yeah. knew who I was. So it felt good. I didn't feel like I was doing the same shit, even though I was. And then I just saw certain comics that I just thought were so funny that it's just like my whole thing was Uh, I just wanted to do well on stage and see if they liked me too, you yeah. know, instead of meeting them first. But yeah. I, I was only here like a week or so before I started meeting people. And it was easy because... Um, I don't remember there being, maybe it was because I was new in the scene, but there was like no drama or it didn't seem like there were a lot of egos, you know? And it just, uh, uh, was a, a lot of people were new here just like me at the time. Like, yeah. Kath Barbadoro was still pretty new, mm-hmm. Duncan Carson, uh, Danny Palumbo, like all these people that became my friends eventually. Like, um, uh, I thought this guy Ryan County and Cody hustack were like two of my favorites. Yeah. And so after I did a mic at Velveeta Room, like, uh, two weeks or so after I was here uh, Ryan came up to me and uh, paid proper respect to. He came up and he was like, "Hey, dude, I really like what you were doing. That was really funny." And I, I just told him to shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then,
0: uh, you know, eventually I let him hang out. <laughs> you know, but, but that it's really sweet of you, That meant a lot to me because right. I thought I saw FPIA the first week I moved here. It was finals, yeah. yeah. And that was my first time seeing uh, Austin comedy. At so you're FPIA. seeing them. you have
1: seen them do their best.
0: Yeah, and I saw. We're fucking, trying to do the best. Yeah, that was the year Andy Ritchie won. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and he was amazing. But then that was the first time I saw Cody and uh, Ryan and uh, Maggie McDonald was on there. Chris Cubis. That was my first time seeing all of them. And it was just like everybody slaughtered. It was yeah. crazy.
1: That is crazy. Cool. I feel like it's a pretty open scene. I don't. I haven't been to other scenes or like, like been a comic in other scenes. But like I've heard stories like I could be wrong, but I've heard New Orleans can be kind of like uh, cliquish and everything like that. I don't feel like Austin's that way. I feel like there's so many like not good comics that start here yeah. that when a comic from another place who is already good comes, yeah. people are excited about that new good person. It's like, oh, yeah. you'll be here yeah. doing good comedy too.
0: Sometimes, man. Let's yeah. be real. Sometimes when there's a new comic that comes in, kill you're like, fuck, somebody new to compete <laughs> with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we get that? You're too, taking all it? my
1: spots. I haven't seen, I haven't heard anybody that's like really... High level come. I've only yeah. seen people who are kind of in good, work- but in the intermediate yeah. level. Yeah, It I just see that. It seems
0: like, man, every time. Maybe the summer, I guess, when we just have a whole new influx of comedians yeah. that come to in. To me, it's
2: the young people who aren't necessarily moving here. They're just all of a sudden yeah. doing comedy. And they're the already young. fucking smart Hate and brilliant. Yeah, whenever yeah, I uh,
0: started out here in those first few years when I was clicking with all these people I was talking about, there wasn't ever like a college click or mm-hmm. anything. And mm-hmm. uh, there's been that in the last few years. And I mean, that's that's a new element and that's good, though. That whole Chortle like Portal I, crew yeah. yeah and well, it show a, long is time, a lot of fun too so. a
2: long time I think comedy has been ruled for decades I mean ruled by people who weren't like formally educated at all and so and that's something that people could get good at and now yeah, we I'm have people educated. who are formally educated doing it and you're like and they're oh, dumb, man, they're no, real dumb they're dumb
0: people they know how to structure <laughs> well, also, than some I do. of them are also Kinda. smart it's like, <laughs> no,
1: they, I, they, they are smart but like they're like I don't know I left academia because they were not funny
0: um,
2: yeah <laughs> eventually you gotta <laughs> leave I,
0: I hate when I meet somebody that is really funny Mm -hmm. and they know how to structure and write and all that and i'm like man if only my brain was smarter see what i just (laughs) said that's
1: a dumb (laughs) (laughs) thing but that's how they make me feel and i don't think that's right and i'd rather them just go away (laughs) before we move on i was gonna say i think i would have been in a weird way less intimidated if i started when it was like y'all at the kind of like the middle level and the reason being is like when i started D- Dismukes and all those guys were there already. Uh-huh. So it was a bunch of college kids already kind of up and coming, and then I'm very new. So it was like, oh shit, I have to yeah. also be brilliant and 15 years younger than me. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That went away after a period, but it was just like, yeah, it was yeah, it's kind of I mean, weird. Whether it's that,
0: that or somebody else who's just. Just having great. anything, you know, you, it's uh, hard not to look at somebody else that's killing it and wish you had a little bit of that. You yeah.
2: We're well, all on different paths, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love what I got, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean... Yeah, everybody has something different. That's what makes it so good, I guess, you know?
2: Word. Now, do you have... You've been doing comedy for about seven years then. Do you have uh, comedy goals? I mean, do you want comedy to be your career in some way?
0: Uh, Yeah, man. But it's mm-hmm. just been such a, a beat down. Like, per- it's hard to have like a regular life. And I'm realizing sure. that the longer I do it. And, yeah. uh, stuff like, man. You know, you fall in those places where you're like, man, as much fun as I'm doing. Is, sometimes cool things happen. Uh, should I be just like pursuing a different career and just like you know put this on the back burner and it it, Mm -hmm. it gets that point eh, yeah I mean so I don't know how I feel about it I know I like doing it and stuff and uh, if I could uh, I used to say my goals were to just have a special uh, one day you know now I'm just like uh, you know, to get 50 bucks this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I know that's depressing, but like, no, it's something to think about. Yeah. I, I think, uh, but even though I know all this, I'm probably, I'm going to keep doing comedy, yeah, yeah. you know, like, so I'm already done it this much and, uh, already gone through whatever I've gone through. So well, what why even stop, you know, what makes
1: me feel a bit better is, you know, I have friends that have that life, Yeah. So it's not just an imaginary. You just be like, okay, what's that? What's the other side of this? Like, what if I pursued a more legitimate career and no disrespect to them? I don't want their life. You know what I mean? It's like, I like, okay, I'd like medical insurance. That would be great. Mm -hmm. But their job, no, I'm not talking about like like the assistant regional manager. I got a friend that works for the CDC Mm -hmm. is like, GPS mapping systems and stuff like that for the CDC fucking awesome job it's like that's a real thing and then when he tells me about what his life is like like in the day to day I'm like I would have killed I would have shot myself oh yeah I would man. have done that already. having
0: a regular job uh, stresses me out you know and yeah uh but then again I, I get some like I've taken time off and just went and worked at a pizza place one time just cause I knew I didn't pay that much or what I could get but I was like I could just zone out here yeah. and not give a fuck yeah. it's I'm glad I did that because it gave me a uh just a relaxation for a minute you know uh yeah. I was working myself into debt, but I kind of didn't even care just because I was like, at least I don't have to be somewhere stressful right now. Yeah. And it kind of helped me at that point with comedy as well. I was doing more mics again and stuff, but then you need money again, so. Yeah. yeah.
2: What's your current day job?
0: Uh, I work at a sperm bank.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you, I do. Do you really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> help help milk, like, milk the boys? Uh,
0: I don't milk them. I just carry the milk around. <laughs> <laughs> do you really? Yeah.
2: I mean, because I never, I I will believe anything. Yeah, I do.
0: You you should stop by sometime, Jared.
1: They wouldn't have me. (laughs) Can you give me a
2: discount on some sperm?
1: uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Steal it. (laughs) It's
2: actually not, I mean, to be fair, most of the
1: men that you know could get you a pretty good discount on some sperm. Yeah, you don't understand.
2: First of all, we do have a couple of, you know, qualities that we want, but then mm, a guy has to come over for a particular three days of the month, you know, and then jack off in our restroom and then leave. Like, they a lot to... It's a lot to be, and then you have to, I, I could, you have to yeah. get STD tested regularly. You need to sign away your rights. What is
0: he getting out of it, money? Well,
2: exactly. Am I buying him a six pack every yeah. time? Are you buying I mean, him money? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like that's what I'm saying. We can't really afford to pay at much all. So he's just anything. giving you
0: a kid for free. Well,
2: yeah. that's what you, every. That's what. That's my point. Is that every Jared's like, oh, it's so easy, and any guy yeah, would I just give that, you your sperm, it's like, that, yeah, if I would let him fuck me, but no, 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 no. no, no. That's I, what think, he's hoping, I think I think I think to jack off.
1: We just want traffic for this? You're thinking about this. thing through exactly. lady lenses.
2: Well, maybe we go to their place. You know what? <laughs> Whoever yeah. we're getting sperm from one day, we will yeah, drive to your place. Yeah, at
0: least it'll already be ready when you, you have get to let there.
2: Us, yeah. You have to let us use your bed, leave though, it in the you mailbox to quickly and... get it into the vagina. Yeah, why did the they girl have... has to, like, lay it Oh, this back is assuming if
0: he
1: gets to have sex, right? No, 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 oh, no. This is just... No, he's
2: <laughs> still jerking off, but I'm saying we need to use your, your apartment. We're, we're jerking off
1: all the time and just wasting it. I know. If somebody's like, this could be a good cause, yeah, we that? just need someone altruistic. i ain't wasting shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're hoping someone will do it out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah. I think,
1: yeah, uh,
0: that's cool. It just but. needs
2: to have curly hair and like either blue, green, or hazel eyes, and curly like hair. a healthy family history. <laughs> because I care about curly hair that's Katie has curly hair and a I just want that's my fucking you kids know. you're
0: naming everything that no guy in this room has <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah by We're design I think out, so yeah I think it was design. more he needs to not have a tattoo or be a tall or Mexican <laughs> yeah. or be Ethan just those yeah. three things whatever Ethan is yeah <laughs>
2: uh anyway so if anyone's listening and you have curly hair whatever
1: uh,
2: <laughs> right leading the blind podcast at com. anyway so you, you d- do you get have
1: so many fucking emails
2: <laughs> i hope so um you can also write us at leading the blind podcast at gmail.com if you have questions for comedians anyway you have do you question. have any short-term goals uh right anything you're working on yeah
0: i mean right now i um I started, so I have this show I do called Shit's Golden, Mm -hmm. and I've been doing it for a few years here in Austin. Which
2: Monday of the month is that? It's the
0: first Monday of every month. Really good show. Uh, And we, you know, when Ryan County used to be here, I used to co-host it with him, and we used to write like a lot of sketches and little mini episodes and play them at the beginning of the Uh show, and then eventually he moved to LA, and we transferred, uh, Pat uh, Dean started co-hosting, and we do the same thing. Yeah. And we started doing them so long we were like having fun, and Ryan had an idea that he wanted to write like a shit's golden little mini web series, yeah, so uh we're talking about writing that out, and I'm like actually excited oh, about all, all the totally. ideas we've had about it, um so we want to work on that, and it's um I know it's important to work on other things other than stand up uh to keep yourself distracted, so I've been meaning to get myself uh in that in that lane, you know, so sure. like writing sketches generally or, uh, yeah, writing sketches and heaven shits golden is good because that makes us, it forces us to at least do something even yeah. if we're lazy. Cause that's our biggest enemy. Just laziness
1: that, well, that's also what distinguishes your show from the rest of the shows at like, right. I always know which your show yeah. is because of those sketches. Yeah. Cause it was at fu- a time it felt like there was three other right. shows that happened at the same time. They're all done by good people, Yeah, but it was easy to not know if you walk in, like which show it is or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah i
0: i I kind of felt like you know and i like all those shows too Mm uh but like it isn't just spider house it's a lot of shows have uh two hosts that come out kind Mm -hmm. of riff at the top and just introduce the comedians and then uh when we started getting that show there i remember ryan and me started hosting we were just like man there's that video projector back there no one's really using it yeah so that was just it. we were like let's do whatever we can to use that but uh, everybody uses it now but we were the pioneers we were definitely the ones who started it that's like a good platform for that too
1: because I I think like a lot of people have a lot of sketch ideas but no it's I mean yeah. I can make that but it's uh, you can put like it on YouTube having and... this occasion to be like yeah oh, let's, uh, w- yeah. yeah, I got an idea yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah and besides that I mean short term goals just uh, playing money only gigs so if you have a show and you're paying money Please, uh, is that something that up. is that
2: is that something you're really trying to do? Is money only gigs?
0: <laughs> no, I. I yeah. <laughs> Why well, think I it'd do. be interesting
2: if we all kind of unionized about this and we're like, hey, you know what? Well, I don't really pay but for my I'll
0: pay artists on my gigs, so <laughs> it is a hell of a thing. Unless I ask them to do like a long amount of time yeah. or something, but uh no i yeah anytime somebody offers me a show with some money i'm like blown yeah, away yeah. what you I walk would, away with a 20 when you especially you uh, don't know it it's great yeah, mm, oh yum. my goodness now you get to buy Pete terry's yeah god bless all you guys who do that yes. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> does it sound like you know a what? homeless guy on here
2: karina when she was on here when we asked her what she would change in the awesome comedy she said instead of drink tickets each for every drink ticket you get you get five bucks or even three mm. bucks or something you know what i mean you could mm. cash it in well, yeah you could cash it in or you could just or just give the comics five bucks instead of the drink ticket and you know what she set up that Gordo's show uh-huh. and she paid us for doing it she's oh, paying awesome. the comics who do it and I'm like hell yes you yeah. did th- be the change you want to see in the world also
1: how uh, the money comes to I me would, I would love yeah, to see guys mm-hmm. I'm very pro-union but it just feels like they don't need us in a single well, way Gordo's yeah <laughs> well, I there's like a million, needs us but there's
2: a lot of venues around town who like they they need an event to be happening or else they're not going to get as much business and they do make money off of us Yeah, and someone should be at the least thing, the host the should the problem, be making some money the
1: problem is that, that we're competing at that level with uh, entertainment not just comedy is that they would yeah. be like, oh, you you cost money?
2: Well, the fact oh, that have
1: these people pay that there
2: are these businesses who yeah. are doing it and are paying is telling me, oh, then Absolutely. if they can't get anything better, then if they yeah. are, I mean, if you can have a relationship with a person yeah. and you're be like, hey, oh, are you making money off of us enough to start paying us now? You know,
1: for see, sure. It's a I was I was just thinking uh, at yeah. uh, Cherrywood uh, the other night, uh, they were doing uh, comedy outside, mm-hmm. uh, which was I think a mistake, whatever, uh, and. The, there was this porch of people, right? And I would, it like occurred to me like, oh, a lot of people don't care about comedy at any level. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I was watching these people. They didn't even walk over to see if it was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want to be like, oh, because for me, I mean, love and comedy or ju- just the novelty, if I'd never seen live comedy totally. before, there's somebody standing up there saying totally.
0: shit. Totally. <laughs> and there's literally like 30 yeah. people. I wonder if those uh, people are like, what the hell? Like if they think it's like slam poetry. Yes, <laughs>
2: yeah. We <know> it's too, <laughs> too We too need many to make sure they know it's not slam poetry. Yeah. No, there's those too many a, white guys
1: for it to be slam poetry. Or yeah. some
2: weird <laughs> political meeting. Or, yeah. I mean, I could listen to that too. Yeah, no,
1: <laughs> no, it might be a, like a rally. I met somebody recently and. uh
0: uh, they were like, "Oh, you do comedy, do you, n- you ever go to Cherrywood? And I told them like, yeah, and uh, they said, yeah, they were- I was there the other night and some comedy went down. I was uh, like, oh, <laughs> they're just studying. She was like, that's exactly what I was there to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. She yeah. was like, they were talking about some crazy shit. <laughs> She'd never been there before. Yeah,
2: yeah you should listen to that. People were talking time.
1: about cum a lot yeah. I didn't understand I maybe that was the theme.
2: Um, how many nights a week do you do comedy right now?
0: Oh, man, it varies. Like, some nights, it'll be, like, it, the most I get out now is probably, like, four nights if I do it, you mm-hmm. know, if I really make myself do it, like, go to mics and stuff. But I usually end up having about uh, two to three shows a week, if on a good week. Yeah. Or, like, where I like to keep it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, that's usually about it, about two, two shows, two, maybe. Two to three shows, yeah. and then the good mics.
2: Yeah. Basically.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah Sometimes good. I just go to mics like everyone else and just hang out. Yeah. Get high and see what's popping in town. I see
1: Cherrywood a lot, actually. Yeah, oh, I started no, going not. to Cherrywood. Yeah.
0: I've always liked the Cherrywood mic it hangs since great. it started. It's like the mics I definitely go to if I uh, somehow think of a new bit or anything is Cherrywood and if I can make it, Velveeta rum. Mm-hmm. Those are like probably my two favorite
2: yeah,
1: ones. yeah.
2: Word. Um, so what, is there a way that you could describe your writing process and how it's changed over the years
0: um yeah man i just think the funny it transfers to my hand i grab a pen and the ink just spews it onto throughout the your papes. day though
2: basically. <laughs> <laughs> do you Did carry you a notebook? that
0: down <laughs> i mean i see
2: like three or papes, four P-A-P-S. different colored notebooks yes.
0: <laughs> papies oh yeah these are uh yeah he's got
2: a red blue and <laughs> red yellow and blue the primary colors Little
0: tiny all empty. Very cute. <laughs> you
2: bought a, a three-pack, I assume. I,
0: yeah, I did be in a three-pack uh, mm-hmm. at this place called the Paper Place here mm-hmm. in Austin. These are Those filled notes. notes These yeah. are private, Jared. Damn it. So you Somebody can see the front I already ripped out. off yeah. that. But see, um, yeah, I guess uh, I, I went back to little notepads because I tried to do it in my... my uh, phone sometimes mm-hmm. and i'm just again laziness you know yeah. and i don't know maybe there was like when i barely started this is how i used to do it so i tried to go back to that uh about a year ago of just like carrying a little notepad around and yeah. you know i usually find uh, like uh, funny conversations with friends and yeah. stuff or if i if i accidentally say something that i think could be used later mm-hmm. yeah uh, i'll just write down a note and then just uh, kind of piece it together in my head, and go try
1: it at some open mics. So do you ever? Do you ever? A classic, I do you that's ever, how. That's like most comics do it. That yeah, way. yeah. How do,
2: it. do you ever also sit down with the notepads and kind of think about, oh, what if I structure these things this way or this together? And like more.
0: That? I, I wish I did that more. You know, like I, because uh, when when I do do that, it seems like it pays off. Mm-hmm. You know, like I uh, just have to give it some thought. Maybe you'll come up with some ideas around there. But I just like to just go do it on a stage, record it on my phone, and see if I accidentally accidentally riff something out. Sometimes you could really embarrass yourself that way. I was
1: listening to an interview with Colin Quinn, and he was (laughs) talking about how that terrifying. he, He had to write a book, and he couldn't write the book. So he started doing the book via stand-up. Yeah. So he oh. would have to go up because he was like he couldn't just sit down and fucking write. Yeah. yeah. This, is a, this is a professional, huge comic, right? Yeah. So he's like, I I needed the feedback of I thought of an idea. Let me go test it out on a stage. I was like, even if I didn't think it was gonna be great for stand-up, if I did that, it's like I got the validation. So yeah. then I would just, I could work it out that way, and then I'd write it down. That's how he wrote his book. I was fascinated. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, somebody took the great. method that we've used, and
2: yeah, I've thought about that. created like, it. It's it. It's great. Because I was I used to, before I did uh, stand-up, I would I was trying to write this memory stuff, like David Sedaris type, you know, funny Yes, yeah, that's, that's
1: what you originally wanted to do.
2: Yeah, well, I wanted to do stand-up, and then anyway. Well, no, I, I mean, I mean that was it. like,
1: well, you moved to New York to be a writer, right?
2: Y- sort of. Anyway, yeah. but. Well, you told me that. Well, it's just life is complicated. Sounds like you're
1: getting it wrong in every way right now.
0: Um, you moved to New York to become a publisher, yeah,
2: but
1: uh, and slam poet.
2: But yeah, I've thought now, like, because I would go to writing workshops back in the day, and you get but weird advice from people who don't share my sensibilities. So now I'm like, and have comics, never
1: published anything.
2: Yeah, and all of them have never published. One of them is an adjunct professor. Anyway, um, so. So, like, now I'm like, well, comics and comedy fans share my sensibility way more. And I'm like, I think it would be much easier for me to write that kind of memory stuff just using open mics and shows to test material out than it would be to use a bunch of fucking dorky ass Cambridge. Yeah.
0: That's like, I don't uh, think any of them are listeners. Like, whenever, uh, like, because it is real storytelling and all that, you know, like, what what were some of the comics when you uh, started that you were like, yeah, that's kind of the style I'm going to be going for? Or was there anybody like that? You mean or? like
2: people in in Boston where uh, I started?
0: Or any stand-ups you saw that I uh, thought maybe like...
2: I just mean as opposed to famous people. Is uh, that what yeah, you
0: mean? Yeah, you those are fun. I'll allow it. <laughs> famoses, I'm not going to get these names, but yeah, drop that's, them on that's me. That's kind of like a good yeah.
2: No, I didn't know. You're talking about famous comics yeah. that I... Yeah. That, um, I mean, when I was really young, the first people that I found were Chris Rock, Bill Hicks, George Carlin... Um, who else? No girls. You know Ellen. Well, Ellen ah. got in there eventually, but I didn't. They weren't playing. Paula Poundstone and Lily Tomlin would play oh. sometimes. It was just like this radio thing that I had found that had comedy, and I was like, oh, all this awesome. um And then Louis and you know Bill Burr and but that's like later on. I don't know. Oh, I mean who? who oh, I was,
0: I was gonna, gonna say because like I remember uh whenever I, I barely got into it, and I was thinking like I was probably gonna do storyteller stuff. I remember my friend showed me uh, like. He would listen to This American Life all the mm-hmm. time and how that kind of long form stuff would be still funny sometimes. Like yeah. that. whenever yeah. they decided they wanted to be funny, it was like, oh man, like I thought Ira Glass could probably do stand up or have his own stand up special and he's not even really doing like comedy. Yeah. He's just telling real interesting stories. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, but then he had Mike Birbibley on. It was the first time I heard him and he was just telling like these long stories and I was like, man, I, I didn't know. Is that know. what
2: you wanted to be like?
0: Uh Kind of. I, I knew I was just natural at telling story to, stories anyway.
2: Yeah.
0: And so to hear somebody actually be able to tell a story and not necessarily make a joke every beat. Yeah. Uh, made me a little less afraid. Like, oh, okay, he's just keeping them very interested. Right. You
1: know. And then every think, once in a while, a big joke comes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I exactly. think that's
2: why I I early on like had this sort of like. Um, disliking of Mike Birbiglia Mm -hmm. and and I even saw him at UCB when I lived in New York like some live and everyone was so enthralled I think partly I was like everyone I think I was mad at him because I think or not mad but he reminded me of myself or I was afraid of being like I was like I don't want to be up there like it feels like an anti-vulnerability trick to be like I'm a storyteller and then sometimes it'll be funny like I felt like he was getting away with something I guess (laughs) by by the storytelling
1: aspect or some of that he was doing
2: by by yeah by making it more storytelling and like not having to saying. get all those laughs, I feel like I resented that or something. I don't know. I've come to like, you know, make my peace with him, and I, you I barely I say it. Enjoy- <laughs> I enjoyed I that.
1: Too. I enjoyed that one movie. She's wringing her hands right. I now. I
2: still haven't seen his new. I always hesitate before mm. watching his. Uh, see, I'm the opposite of Jared. Jared always wants it on the record how much he you, loves comics. And I'm always like, I can't help but be like honest about...
1: I don't like it on the Man, in, let's get
2: into the
0: ones you don't it, like and why. But I just don't think but, Mike Brigiglia
2: is going to like catch wind think, into this at all, much yeah. less like, e- would he even be hurt to be like, oh, someone has a complicated relationship with oh, me. Yeah. The fact that I have a complicated relationship with no, him is pretty that's flattering. The, I would take it if anyway. Yeah, but it doesn't sound
1: like any personal hatred. Because you were like, oh, you always want it on the record. I think the difference is how we respond to stuff where you feel like like I I am more respondent to Oh, that person's good and they're not getting credit. Yeah. whereas you're more respondent to that person is not down. good they're getting too much <laughs> no I think they're both fair sort of things because yeah, everybody yeah. kind of feels that I way I wish I don't ways. know
2: I wish I wasn't the person that I am that has that instinct to be like let's make sure we take down the people who are too big for their britches like that's no it's, like, a that's, no, it's, it's part not a fun it, it's almost yeah. journalistic yeah. 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 It's yeah. dude it's even kind of the gross.
0: nicest people I've met in comedy to their core there's somebody yeah. that they just have to say something about you know I don't even think it comes out of a pure hate place
2: it's more analytical for me it's interesting Interesting to me, like who we all I like and don't already,
0: like. You know, just <laughs> yeah. Talking about the celebs and stuff. Like, come on, what about me? What about my time? <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> let's go back what to are you. People Do know, you, tell us. what is what is a set list for you look like? Do you have a set list before you go on stage most of the time?
0: uh Man, I have like uh, jokes that I know I'm been working on or doing consistently, and but I, I usually don't have an order, mm-hmm. and then. I wait till like the comic before me and I'll go somewhere and just write down and organize a set list in my uh on a little piece of paper and just force it in my head is
2: that something you do kind of do on purpose that seems to work for you it's like waiting till right before
0: yeah and i'm terrified the whole time yeah well no i read I'm, i read
2: that that is actually helpful because that adrenaline that you get for waiting to the last minute actually i mean it's like speed or something it helps you to, i wonder if that's
0: what it is because yeah. that makes a little So i am a little thrill seeker yeah and, uh no i i know um like I I beat myself up even if I have like two days to prepare for something Mm -hmm. two days off chilling at the house by myself I'd be working on my set for a big show and I will just like not do it. Yeah. Uh, and then whenever I'm about to go on, I'm freaking out. like And I'm like, you stupid fuck. You know, yeah. you could you know. You but does it
2: tend to go well?
0: Uh, it tends to go pretty fucking
1: great.
2: Pretty yes. well, right. <laughs> That's the, the best yeah. thing. Yeah. The I only think.
1: problem is like in some things that it doesn't work as well. Sure. But for comedy, I think it does. Work. Like I was thinking like I had that problem all through school where I couldn't, I would like fuck myself because I would not use the time wisely. And you can't always just do a bunch of Adderall and crank the paper out one night but in in a certain way in comedy you kind of can do that I don't mean the Adderall thing but I mean like you can kind of just wait till you have a bit of panic and force you okay this is what's happening first then I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna do that yeah. And that's
2: why procrastinating well, feels so right. That's for our Ellen fans out there.
0: Anyway. And there's a little there's a little thrill to like just bombing sometimes, you know. Yeah. When you're eating shit up there and you just kind of like it's like creating steaks You go through a phase where you're like, maybe I could win them back. We could, forget, <laughs> we could forget this whole first half ever happened. No. <laughs> and when that doesn't happen, you're like, uh, all right, I'm just gonna walk straight out the club, get in the car, and really beat myself up a little. <laughs> like there's a the fun to that. I like. Do you it have a
2: some advice for what to do when? you're
0: bombing um, oh that's good man be chris no i don't <laughs> because like the thing is it's gonna happen and uh i guess I, I i just i think you just have to live through it and get through it and everybody has their own way man there's nothing i could say like the way i handle but what do you, it
1: yeah what do you do if personally
0: if i feel it uh and it's bombing sometimes i try to just uh if the jokes just ain't going well like I'll just try to stop doing the jokes and maybe talk to the room a little bit in a even if you're talking about like, wow, this has gone terrible. It's ruined my day. You know, whatever you got to say to just, cause they're, it's already over. Yeah. You know, like, so might as well have some balls it. And, Yeah.
2: Admitting that, what's going on makes the uh, audience the point, a little Chris. bit more comfortable. Yeah.
0: And then if you become a little more vulnerable that way, maybe they will, they will too. Like yeah. feel sorry for you at least. Cause at that yeah. point, let's face it, you'll take pity laughs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh
1: yeah. Anything yeah. to, not, well, I was going to say, I think what's a good point there, especially is it like, it's like shuffling the deck. Like if it's not going well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the way you're doing it. It's yeah. like maybe this other thing you might do isn't going to work, but it's this is not Yeah,
2: working. there's something about the way you're delivering jokes right now. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. either not into it and that's coming across or the audience just doesn't care enough to even be listening to you. So if you go into crowd work, for instance, at least you've got one person who's listening to you yeah. You know, and their table is going to care. My biggest pet peeve Build from there? is that
1: open that's mics true. or shows where the audience isn't really paying attention. Mm-hmm. If a comic just goes up, and I've said this before, but like if, if a comic just goes up and three minutes in the crowd is not paying attention they'll just keep doing it regardless yeah, it's like at that point yeah. you might as well just start saying something. crazy shit or whatever I remember one time I did a, a
0: show at Hotel Vegas that Danny Palumbo booked me on yeah. and it was a <laughs> South by Southwest thing and well, in like big. It was weird, man. It was a few people in that room, but everyone was just straight bombing, dude. It yeah. yeah. Was just a weird vibe because no one knew a comedy show was good. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then I go on and I was like arrogantly thinking, I'm about to break that whole <laughs> fucking tension up right now. <laughs> yeah. Get a load of these jokes. Yeah. And then I go on stage and then I, right when I get to the mic, I saw some guy just talking to his friends and then he was just like because there's like music outside and shit and then he's just like dancing in front of his friends (laughs) and just talking and it's really distracting (laughs) I was looking at him and I went, Hey man, hey, just as I looked at me, it was like, Could you just stop talking and dancing for a sec? What's <laughs> it going to do? And he went, Oh, okay. <laughs> and like the whole room was on his side. Yeah. <laughs> and so at that point I didn't stand well, a he chance. Was dancing. So, but, like, hey man, we enjoyed watching him dance.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I should have done that. Like, hey, I'm just gonna just shut up. Uh, <laughs> everybody check this dude out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, invite him to the stage. Uh, the what? bartenders <laughs>
0: into it too.
2: <laughs> what would you say is your worst? Bombing story.
0: My first bombing story. Uh, okay, uh, I already know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, fuck, there's a, okay, so
2: <laughs> how many to choose from?
0: <laughs> this one's bad, and I I've, I've wrote about this years ago, it happened, but okay, so when I lived in Dallas, I moved to Austin, uh, but like uh, several months before I moved to Austin, this dude came up to me at a comedy club. He was this big black dude, he kind of looked like Suge Knight style and he, he it uh oh no he was wearing like a fucking nice suit but he was just huge yeah, yeah you yeah. know and he he came up to me and he just told me he liked my baby in the car joke and yeah. <laughs> I was still doing it even back then <laughs> and then he uh asked if uh he said he was gonna get this plaza together and he was gonna it's gonna be like a classy affair and he wants to start booking some comics to be on it and i uh if i want to be on it. so i said yeah so so much time went by; I forgot that the conversation even happened. Mm-hmm. And then he emailed me several months later, saying he's going to get this show together. If I want to be on it, I agreed. Then it became a nightmare because he asked me for a headshot, and I didn't have a headshot. Yeah. you know, so uh, I kept putting it off. I put it off for like two months, and mm-hmm. he he needed it on a specific date, and I just didn't send it to him. Yeah. And then it got to the point where he was sending me like emails, like, dude. I really need this. You're being very unprofessional. Yeah. And I was, yeah. I was, yeah. you know, so <laughs> one day I got stoned. Were you and even
2: and, trying to like, no, a I didn't deal. give
0: a fuck. You know, that's how lazy yeah. I was used to, even just at that phase, like just getting asked to do a show, just show up and do it. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to have to put in work, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I was very new too. So like, I didn't have no headshots. So one day yeah. I went and got high with a friend and took a quick photo of myself, <laughs> sent it to him. <laughs> and then uh, when For I the sent, phone. Oh, I remember I sent it on a Friday and uh, I was uh, emailing it now and I started sending the email and uh, I shut my laptop went out and partied and he was calling me later that night and he was just like hey you never sent the email and I forgot to hit send I guess on my computer or something (laughs) and I was like fuck so the next day I sent it to him and then or the next week came up and he was like are you kidding me with this headshot now? (laughs) You look like you're stoned which I was (laughs) bingo you know I just had this (laughs) shitty beard just messy hair all this stuff And he was like, I can't put this picture on the poster. Like, I was just like, well, I don't have, like, dress clothes, man. You know, I'm just a poor piece of shit, brother. And, like, he just uh, was like, I guess I'll make it work. And and when the flyer came out. your
2: eyes to be white. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) He
0: just took the red out. Like, uh, when the photo came out, I remember just seeing, like, it was. Uh, I understood what he meant. Everybody yeah. in their photos was like <laughs> classy as fuck. Yeah. Everybody was dressed like Cedric the Entertainer.
2: He like copy pasted a little suit on top uh, of
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, just on top of me. <laughs> Put one of those bowler hats yeah. on me. But like, yeah. uh, okay. oh my God, somebody from Mumford and Sons is going like... to No, but he was just like... Um, I remember, I looked at the flyer and I remember thinking, it looks like those other comedians are raising money for me or something. (laughs) So, so then the flyer came out. He was, I remember, and then I was moving to Austin Mm -hmm. and then uh, the weekend, uh, or he wanted me to meet him at the plaza, the place the show was going to be days, or I think like a month before, because it was still being, I don't know, who gives a shit. So, I met him there and then... Uh, it was our first time seeing each other in like a year or something (laughs) since when I barely met him because all of our correspondence has been through email Yeah, and he just goes Uh, he sits me sits me down at the table and he's just like hey man I just want to let you know straight up I'm tired of the bullshit you know and I was just looking at him uh, like oh my god this guy's about to beat the fuck out of me yeah, yeah. he was like "Tell me how pissed he was about the how long it took him to get the photo all this stuff nah, bro, but I show. didn't understand be, he was he gonna be nicer. so threatening Yeah, and he was like <laughs> so this is how the show's gonna work uh, and basically it was a show where it had all these foam bricks everywhere and if the comic or the act is not doing well people get to oh throw these God. bricks onto the stage and you get pulled off the stage right which is and, like hilarious if, if that if he was you giving you shit about being unprofessional yeah, and right? stuff yeah. Like and this is what i'm gimmicky why didn't he this just is, kick uh, you
2: off the show at some point that's what i don't, I don't, don't understand he was only
0: paying me 60 bucks too you know what, if he could
2: have just been like it's not worth it i'll ask someone else he really like
0: wanted to it. see how my baby in the car joke was yeah, yeah. Over, i guess <laughs> so then uh he scares the hell out of me, you know. And he told me, like, you know, if you have an attitude when you get here, I have security here that'll uh, handle you very well. Like threatening Should. me for no reason, nice. you know. Yeah. And now I felt. And he told me that day of the show, you better show up. Like he was yeah. just like that way to me, and I was like, my goodness. So time oh, wow. went by. It's like I just moved mafia to Austin. The, yeah. I moved to Austin on like a Saturday. <laughs> no, it was a it was the day that the rapture was supposedly happening. Oh, uh, I missed Uh, I was already gonna throw a party for me and my few Austin friends and then I got an email from him saying are you ready for the show tonight? I forgot the show was that night and I just moved to Austin. So he
2: was right to threaten you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) I was so scared I hopped in my car. Oh my God. I canceled my hangout and I drove all the way out there to, to do the show, right? I get there and then, like, there's like a whole catering crew Dude, this place. bomb has a whole, like, pre story that already, well, you so, No, this is great. This, this what I was, is I was saying oh, is, like, this, this is, is this worse.
1: This is worse than the bomb. In, I think. Yeah. yeah no, I yes. like, oh, definitely. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> because, like, it it was away. bad all the way.
2: Year, <laughs> this is a, year-long <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a year long bomb. Yeah, a bomb
0: on delay. It <laughs> yeah. just had some oh. hang
1: time on it. It's like a movie where they're, like, trying to, fucking like, take apart the, they're, like, trying to figure out which wire to for here. Diffusing it.
0: So I show up. And then uh, there was no audience. The tickets were like forty five oh dollars. Okay, and then it was like Ugh. sixty bucks for the VIP seats, so which is like a, the balconies. People. This one place had seat a balcony. Paid
2: for your oh. comedy. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it, there was one guy doing thirty minutes. His name's White Chocolate. Okay. He's a big fat white guy. Who, who was the headliner? Like, uh, huh? He was the headliner. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They paid forty five dollars to see white chocolate to see white chocolate and I was going I was still a pretty green comic and I was going on featuring from I was supposed to do 20 minutes okay nice so this girl comes (sighs) up and then I meet the guy who's the uh, first comic going up he's doing like eight minutes and I remember him backstage he was just like yeah I don't even do comedy I just uh, <laughs> I live next door to the guy who books the show and then uh, I, told him I was uh, trying honest, to write I'm a well, book and uh, <laughs> he asked if I wanted to come do comedy I said sure why
1: not So like, uh, this is insane yeah. that this is the same people like this is yeah. the yeah, this, guy who's like if you don't show up to this very serious yeah. comic it was my people weird, are gonna dude. kick your ass and yeah. then
0: he just asked a fucking hobo like this hey you from, seem funny. Uh, yeah, and it was so weird. And I expected there to be a lot of people there because, uh, you know, yeah. uh, he seems to be a marketing really lead, genius. Yeah. So the place could hold a lot of people, uh, man. And then there was but probably a total of six. <laughs> <laughs> and like two were in the balcony. Yeah, They, they paid like 60 <laughs> nice. bucks for those VIP tickets. Oh, oh, there was a lot of waitstaff there and fancy clothes with oh, nothing oh, to geez. do. Tons of food and booze. The Mavericks were in the playoffs oh. and the Rapture was happening. Uh, what's so, the rapture the, the, in the bible there oh no I know what that
2: some people thought that that was the date apparently no, it, it, it when it so, was gonna happen oh, God, yeah
0: it was on going. rapture day so, well, where
2: better to be than a comedy club? Oh, oh, whatever nobody
0: wanted to fucking be there I didn't <laughs> you, want to be there you want to go somewhere where you'll want to escape there you uh, go like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I wanted to escape when I got there because <laughs> there was no one there. It was awkward. More
2: staff than than audience. M- way more staff. Almost than Almost more comedians. It than was I- that
0: kind of shit. And I would rather be anywhere else. Yeah. And then uh, so that dude went up before me who never did a comedy. And I remember him even saying on stage, "I don't usually do stand up." And like he did this one. You
2: guys just paid sixty dollars. <laughs>
0: just paid sixty dollars. Check out my jacket. I just got it. But like he was just saying. Uh, I remember the one joke he said was like. Uh, they uh, told me I had to write jokes for this. I was like, uh, "You want to see a joke? Take a look at my
1: credit score." <laughs> and like, oh! and a few people laughed at that. Of and course, they did. Oh, I laughed man. at some
2: element of but, that. But
1: experience. you're new at this point. But e- even in your newness, you were like, "This is fucking." I've wrong. been doing and it for like a year, a year. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I yeah, was yeah. thinking like.
0: Oh, you know, they're not gonna throw bricks at us, you know. Like it's I've just that. I've heard about the so bricks I'm, already. <laughs> yeah, there was every chair had like a foam brick in it. So it was just like you, a place. As everybody filled. get
2: one, you have to just determine which comic yeah. to use Oh, it up you
0: could have reached over and got the true. nine around you. Yeah. There was no one there. So like, this, this show off. already has a tremendous amount of overhead. <laughs> Did as anyone throw a well yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I go up there and, in a, n-
2: and no one had thrown bricks. No at one thrown him? a brick,
0: and I'm supposed okay. to do twenty minutes. Yeah. So oh to me, it doesn't make sense because I'm like, if they throw a brick on me and they pull me off stage, one minute into my act. Gonna what do you gonna do with those 19 minutes of the show yeah white it, chocolate It's it just do more time you know but what if someone throws one on mm-hmm. the first minute he goes mm-hmm. on yeah mm-hmm. that's 50 minutes now gone, the host, and the show is just over
2: the host gets so to tape his back. hour special and does white chocolate no half, more sense. than 30 really <laughs> he's got crowd work
0: like someone could maliciously show up just to make sure it's a five minute show yeah <laughs> like there was no backup talent nothing like yeah. so i came out there and then uh i come out there and i uh said, my, uh, my baby in the car opener. <laughs> and it, after that, I was just like, man, uh, did the rapture really happen? Where is everybody? Yeah. And I said that, and that's the only thing I said, and this guy, I'll never forget, he was wearing like a white silk button up shirt, White silk baggy pants, <laughs> and he Whoa. comes up, walks up to the stage, and there's like so nobody in that room that he stands out so hard. <laughs> I look at him, and he just kind of tosses the, the brick, brick onto the stage. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> He was like, was... Nope, oh, that at you. no, great. Sp- and I was just like, <laughs> Okay, uh, and then I was just like, <laughs> Went, into, I started my next thing. And then before I could even get into it, one somebody from the balcony tossed a brick. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, these VIP seats, He's I'm going to brick somebody. Yeah. I paid an extra $20 this on an already overpriced show. I have two show.
2: bricks on my seat.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm building a house down here, people. Nah. <laughs> so before, so I'm on stage for like probably one minute. Yeah. And then uh, before... I could even give them my next joke I hear the host walking behind me and she has her own wireless mic oh, of course and she's she does. like oh I'm sorry baby and I was like oh what's going on and she was like you're done you, they, that, you was three, that was three bricks and way, you're out
1: that was the whole for them I guarantee you that was the whole thing they just wanted to do the whole show yeah. was oh, yeah. built so, around this sassy ass moment where they go oh um, you're not funny you got someone's gotta, gotta go. take it yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you're the yeah. fall guy I remember
0: I had the mic and I was just like really I'm supposed to do too and she was like yeah but if you uh, the people have spoken pretty much and that's why you, you mean there. the two people like yeah. the guy those guys and on, on the mic I was like am I still getting paid tonight <laughs> and she just looked at me like uh yeah and I went alright you All right, guys have a good in. night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cool
2: then <laughs> idiots like yeah. what the fuck is I'm this like, cool so then, so then does white chocolate go on immediately
0: so I was back there and I ran into a frantic white chocolate just paid it. <laughs> he, he was like that was fucked up he was real cool I was like you see that Jay he was like yeah that was you are supposed to do 20 you know was just like yeah and he was like uh I'm doing my 30 I was like but white chocolate what if they throw <laughs> white uh, what if they throw bricks at you white and then he he, he just WC
1: WC what are you gonna do
0: <laughs> he was just like oh I don't care I'm gonna keep doing my time and I was like okay so he went up there sense. hello Austin no no, no uh, Dallas uh, and he, yeah. he goes up there and he uh uh, started And somebody threw a brick, I think like five minutes into it. And I remember him on stage being like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do my time. And I think he ended up doing like 15 to 20. Yeah. And he was supposed to do 30. But uh, they, he seemed like he was winning him over. Yeah. to To his credit. You know, he got more laughs than I had a chance to try to get.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they probably figured it out too. Like, well, this is the only comic. So if we brick him off the what? stage yeah. that's it oh, well that's I was it, right? telling
0: uh, the guy he came backstage and he was still being a dick to me the owner when yeah. he gave me my check you know he was just like $60 just for it. I was like well why did you book it like this yeah. I told him if you were gonna have this kind of show you should have a line of comics in the back right. yeah, bunch ready of them. to yeah, go yeah, up see you yeah. can make it to the next round you didn't think yeah. this how much money did you spend on those foam bricks yeah. they were cut to perfection the detail yeah. was, <laughs> the detail was impeccable yeah. was like they, did they look like
2: bricks they yeah they just looked like bricks oh that is
0: they had had a little design on him. Yeah, he invested. Yeah. Oh, he did. Maybe he has he a friend that's like did. a brick so wait, impresario. He paid for the catering. And yeah, rented the place
2: out. But the white chocolate guy God, does. He never Fifteen this. to twenty minutes. <laughs> and <laughs> did he get more bricks on or did he just decide to end it? I
0: honestly didn't pay too much attention. I think he probably got about as many as bricks as me. Too.
2: And then, <laughs> and then, but but they didn't kick him off. He just no, ended.
0: He just ended. So, yeah. yeah. So I think they realize did, like the show's over if we bring him off the stage.
2: If he did fifteen to twenty, the other guy is eight, and you do one. I mean, this is like a 30-minute long... I
0: mean, I'd say the host was up there for 10 minutes before.
2: Okay, so 40 minutes, but these people paid $60 for balcony seats to get about a 40-minute show.
1: Yeah, yeah. It isn't arrogant. Jesus. It isn't arrogant that that a person who doesn't do comedy tries to make a comedy show that happens. It's arrogant that he wouldn't ask a comic to help him, like, because any any comic... He, he you still were paid me in. sixty bucks, yeah, so it. that's pretty cool. You were a year in, and if they had run that idea past you, you could have been like, "Yeah, that, what about if we run out of yeah, time? Now what are you going to do?" I would here? say
0: no, but not that you know. I should say yes to every show. I ain't shit. I'm well, just I would saying, do the like, show for sixty Like if I see a show like that, I know how to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I forgot to say one thing. Yeah. Whenever he put that poster together, he uh, everybody had a nickname on the show, like uh, White Chocolate. You know, that's his little nickname. Yeah, and I remember the other comic had like a little nickname about him and he asked me if i had one i said no i don't have like a little gimmick and nickname <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he just put my name and uh he <laughs> i seen it Dryer street pub open mic but like uh, <laughs> but then the flyer came out he didn't run this by me at all but he uh, just gave you a gimmick yeah yes, and yes. the <laughs> name on there was uh chris Tellez, and under it it said the funny one
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> is fuck. that fucking cringy? I oh, looked at that and it geez. said, "The funny one."
2: I couldn't have even imagined it <laughs> was going to be. <laughs> I told him this crowd's going to be
0: ready to hate me the minute yeah, I get on stage. That's yeah. why he did that. The funny one. You Let's see if he's guy. the funny one. You were
2: the fall guy of the show. Oh. My, my name
0: is uh, Rapture. I'm, this shit ain't funny. He's <laughs> supposed to be the funny one. <laughs> <My Brack. laughs> yeah. it's arrogant and non self Wear my nickname. Yeah, more is. The unfunny yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Can't make me laugh. Like I would hate my. I would hate that guy. Yeah. I was like, what's up, y'all? I've arrived. I am the funny one. <laughs> just like a whoopee cushion. Comes out. <laughs> so awful. You're a prop comic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. he is the funny one. So, is that I what was, if they
2: did put a whoopee cushion on the seats of everybody in the audience at a comedy show? How, why have we not done that? How
0: about, Instead of bricks, oh, you just make don't. a fart sound with your whoopee yeah. cushion. Yeah. I don't like this. Have you ever been around people with packing <laughs> peanuts? I might do that on my I mean, show. Actually, this, you get to a show and there's just a bunch of already blown whoopee cushions.
2: Yeah. If you well, don't like what you're saying, just no, fart it out. I
1: would say I think uh, I think that you It's like packing peanuts. or not packing like the popping paper or whatever. People just okay. as soon as they have the whoopee cushion they're just gonna use the fucking whoopee cushion okay gotta... guys the rules are <laughs> I right, stop blowing all the
0: whoopees let me exclaim there's no discretion with whoopee Damn it, cushions it! I got here an hour
2: early and blew the all these up them but they just keep doing it at y'all
1: that's like a
0: psychological experiment at the experiment. end uh, we'll just somebody just run around <laughs> sitting on all the chairs and shit <laughs>
2: They are getting their money's worth <laughs> Somewhere or another Alright well that is Oh that is One of the best Fucking bombing stories I've ever heard I got a
1: question for you I got a mm. Okay uh, I wanted to ask you How much This is the only thing I thought about before uh, We came How much Of comedy do you think Is Like aptitude Do you just have to be A funny person How much of it's work And when should you quit
0: Oh Here um, we go here we go. <sighs> man I i'm asking this think bec- about this kind of shit
1: uh, well but. i'm asking because the point of the, well, a lot of times we forget the point of the show in some sense is like to give advice to new yeah yeah totally. so it's like because i was i will mike's i think about this all the time
0: i, I will say this I'll, I'll say what i think about that but keep in mind uh i am terrified and uh, <laughs> am figuring all this out sure. on my own so uh if someone disagrees with me, I totally don't blame you. All right, uh, but Get the timestamp uh, for that for later. Yeah, but for me, I mean, I can only speak personally. You know, I'm a, I've been always pretty uh, just a goofy person, always goofing off with the everyone my whole life. So for me, I was just like, okay, I think I'm one of those natural just a natural goof, uh, natural goof. So it's easier for me to just try to be funny. Yeah, uh, but I don't consider myself like smart or a good writer or anything like that. And I see people like that, and. I don't know uh, which is which you know because I think you can be funny in different ways you know like uh, some people just are better at uh, having a like a natural way to tell a joke about them because they've just been a goof off their whole life yeah and then some people probably maybe were a little more introverted and then when they got older decided they wanted to do comedy and they are funny but maybe they're just getting over the uh Public speaking aspect of it,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but I, I think that when I see some people that are not funny and it goes on long enough, uh, I mean, who am I to say when someone could quit? You know, yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. maybe people think I'm unfunny and I should quit, and then I'm I'm probably not gonna, you know. But um, I think if you just know your bombing, it makes you miserable and you're not getting in- anything out of it at all and you're just doing it for the social aspect maybe I don't I've, see I, I really don't know there's so but many I mean, different scenarios yeah, if you're scenarios. enjoying the
2: social aspect yeah. I guess Yeah.
0: if that's all you want out of it you yeah, know. Well,
2: what do you want out of life I, and who
0: knows maybe you'll fucking still turn the corner I've seen comics that I, I thought were not funny over the years and then I saw them become really funny or just turn the corner or did, like it
1: actually works yeah.
0: uh, for a lot of people so
1: I don't know there's don't there's know people I I, I cross my fingers about and mm-hmm. I'm like waiting On because I really like them as people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, really hope this comes together because I like you. I don't want you to be around.
0: Yeah. I definitely have tried to get more patient uh, myself and being uh, less critical uh, because I'm highly critical. And then sometimes I'm like, why am I being critical? (laughs) Like, why do I give a shit? Why do, if somebody's bombing. They know it, you know, like I, yeah, sh- yeah, I shouldn't yeah. really care, so I've been getting better at like avoiding that, those kind of thoughts because it's a waste of time, yeah, yeah. Uh, being that cynical, and I'm yeah. just like, ah, I'd spend too much time doing that, I gotta work on my shit, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, but then again, uh, sit back and just watch those posts, you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh who you so early influences for you, Mike bigley, maybe anybody else of note
0: uh well, when I was like a kid, the stand ups I remember watching the mm-hmm. most uh i saw a dana carvey special Mm -hmm. um and then i saw the uh um there's martin lawrence you so crazy Uh, we used to just watch that a lot in my house uh but when i was getting older and like uh, the people that i was just like man being a stand-up would be cool it was like definitely mitch hedberg and Mm -hmm. dave Chappelle.
1: Oh yeah,
0: i remember those two like around i used to watch them all the time and they're
1: pretty dramatic different styles too
0: yeah yeah definitely that was just like well because i used to just stay up and watch late night with conan all yeah. the time so any comics that would come through there like david cross and i was oh, a big so mr show fan yeah and so like uh all that stuff was what was uh influencing me early like uh just yeah watching people talk about shit you care about and yeah. like representing your generation and stuff uh And being so funny at it. Uh, Like, Mr. Show, they had just such a good way of
1: cursing on their show. And uh, that was one of those shows, too, that influenced, like, a a generation of comics, too. I think we're still in there. Oh, yeah. It's not just that it was funny on TV and everything, but that it's, like, specifically comedians and comic writers Yeah, like, every, like everybody who was that.
0: on that show is like iconic Absolutely. in a weird way yeah. you know? it's like
1: the true romance of comedy yeah. like that movie where it's like all those stars were gonna be huge oh, stars man. later on was, same thing with that I was
0: on that show before I knew there were that many f- fans out there you know cause it was, I didn't have the internet or nothing and yeah. I was recording on VHS so when I got older and uh, you meet p- other people who grew up on that shit, you're like, "There's more of us than I thought." In, and pe- to see what a fucking world it's blown up into now, people, is and crazy. people who
1: didn't grow up in the '90s, I think there's a certain way they almost can't appreciate people like Bill Hicks or Mr. Show. And the only connection I am making there is that there, the '90s like uh, entertainment uh, like landscape was not filled with interesting alt funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. it was you a bunch of bullshit, and then you would be you'd. Up at eleven and you snuck and watched HBO yeah. and you're like, What the fuck? talking it was yeah. like, What the fuck is this? I've never seen anything like this. Yes. Yeah, it was super original. True. Yeah. Never, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now it's now I feel like people take for granted the level of like, you know, just I was play.
0: talking to Danny Goodwin, uh, who's uh so much younger than me, but he, we were talking about Mr. Show and he was just like, see, I feel like your generation grew up Mr. Show. I'm more of a Tim and Eric guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I watched
1: Tim and Eric too, but yeah. I was definitely like more of a Mr. Show yeah. guy. But there's a and through line like, there too. There that's just what he grew up here. with too. because yeah. like, Tim and Eric is very much I think in the uh, tradition of yeah. like you know weird. It wasn't anything like this before avant-garde. Oh yeah, they were awesome. Yeah.
2: Um. Well, who are your uh, current? If if not your favorites, who are your role models? You ask me that. I'm curious about yours.
0: Uh, role models. Uh you know is that something you think about uh, yeah I I mean sometimes I uh, uh, as far as the way they conduct themselves and stuff like that you mean I know
2: I mean as comedians
0: as comedians oh yeah man I see yeah (laughs) uh, I was gonna say no, but but, uh, (laughs) yeah there's uh, man when I see some comics just fucking kill and I just get like like you're already a fan Mm -hmm. and then you see them live again and they just destroy again you just I'm like a fan again Uh, you know like yeah uh, I think, like, uh, I felt that way with uh, Nate Bargatze mm-hmm. and Rory Scovel a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, like, I just saw that Scovel special, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, is this already, like, top five for me already? Like,
1: It's fantastic. It was, it was
0: mind-blowingly
1: that, good. That, fr- like, the where he says that joke about being the, an anti-Louis C.K. It's not even that the joke's so good. He was just talking about, like, but it's very true about him. It's like, I have one joke, and I just do it over and over again. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. sort of true. That guy goes out and... I mean I know he's got material but he, yeah, he purposely beats it but yeah, he, yeah. He, he like uh, yeah
0: he just it's like uh, showing off it stays right. funny the entire tight. time
2: yeah. <laughs> um, let's see uh, I think we're probably needing to wind down a little bit toward our closing toward closing remarks uh, do you want to ask your
1: I got I got okay uh, what drives you crazy at open mics what's okay. the thing that you when you watch new comics uh-huh. and again this is a, like they need to hear this right so yeah. what are you like fucking stop doing that you just see it, and or it could be you want to see it more and it bothers you and you're not seeing it more. But yeah. you see new comics. What's the thing that's like, let's, let's fucking stop that?
0: man that's a hard one to answer because <laughs> at open mics i don't really watch a lot of people <laughs> so, i would have to the- just straight up make something up right what now, was the thing that got you anything. to not watch
1: them you know what I mean? where it was like well oh, I,
0: I, I just anymore. like uh, man i really do like um sometimes i could sit there and just watch a whole show and not move you know yeah but i get distracted super easy so uh, it's nothing personal against anyone it's <laughs> just uh if there's like a you know, a bunch of comics going up that I haven't seen yet doing like three or four minutes, or there's a table outside with a bunch of comedians sitting in a circle smoking weed. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to be at the weed table disrespect, <laughs> you know, but, could uh, be very funny in that. Yeah. In that weed I like getting so. out and seeing how people are doing. But, um, if I see a, I don't know, man, I, I would, I would have so to no say like, a no, no judgment right now, yeah. the way I'm feeling right now, yeah. because, uh, I, that might change later I change my mind a lot but right now I'm just like in that way of like well they're just gonna have to go through what the hell they go through yeah, 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 well, yeah. good or bad they're gonna be whatever they are you know sure. so uh, yeah I don't know I guess if they talk to me just I hate that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking <laughs> This game, I hang out with open micers all the time yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's crazy like I am an open micer essentially yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> well no. th- let's phrase it this way is there anything that you would have told yourself in your first year or two of oh, comedy that's a good one too yeah
0: um. just I I think just stay nicer to people fuck every time I, I always get in like fights with people or debates and arguments and it goes over the top and I always end up feeling bad so uh, maybe just um, uh, I don't know just kind of just uh, keep your mind focused on comedy if you're able to I, I think that's more of a challenge you know because yeah. there's so many distractions and I think you're going to know all these people forever, like Facebook, especially yeah. now. So uh, just focus on that shit, do comedy. And uh, if you have a paying gig, hit me up because I do need the money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I have zero advice. I'm sorry I'm bad at this podcast.
1: No, no, no. That's And we try to phrase a lot of I am of it. talking out my ass, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be good for the I video. know, I'm
2: got, I've got the, <laughs> the notes. Do you have any more questions before endorsements?
1: Um, yeah, just real quick. It was, is there anything you'd change about Austin oh, comedy? Right. If you could, just Magic Wand it could be stuff mm. that's impossible. Like uh, Kath Barbadero's like, oh, we need more uh, uh, ethnic clubs or something like that. Really? She said that? Yeah, she, <laughs> uh, you know she listed She listed off no. a few <laughs> ethnicities.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, segregation is what she was talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, um, I think it's pretty good. I think um, if there's some more carpools to Mike's, that'd be dope. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I have a car, you know, but if people could just it's get so on okay. the same damn page about carpools, that'd be uh, good for the environment. you think, hey, yeah. think we could do carpools. it at Sandstone? you think we could do it? Carpools. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we'll could do it uh <laughs> that's just like uh that's the best <laughs> thing i could come up with that's that. no that's great that, why um, are not we
2: carpooling more
0: yeah i think um that's it that's besides that it's pretty
1: perfect yours has been the most doable
2: <laughs> yeah Do most people it's like
1: we need more industry here yeah it's like well, we just need transportation. <laughs> need transportation why aren't we saving
2: on gas and hanging out with each other uh, more i hate
0: driving the mics man yeah
2: like be a dd and take other people and let us get fucked up. Yeah. Um, cool. So let's do endorsements. So y'all have already talked about Rory Scovel, but I will say that was already going to be my recommendation because I, yeah, I I'm just sorry. I just watched it yesterday. Took it. No, but it's it's watching it, his, his his. It's called something like uh, Rory Scoville does comedy for the first time, and but I'd never seen him do stand up before. I had people would rave about him, and I listened a little bit on Spotify, and I just wasn't really getting into it. I mean, God knows, I was probably cooking at the time and distracted and not really like. Um, you know getting as much out of it but so that's that's part of my recommendation is i'm okay is uh taking the time like yeah you know don't judge a comic based on just audio especially if you're fucking multitasking while you're doing it but like yeah. give it another chance and in any way for rory scoville if you don't if you're not already into him because you're super fucking behind and stupid like me his new netflix special is awesome
1: that's cool i love it uh <sighs> oh mine
2: yeah um
1: <laughs>
0: we're still recording i thought we
1: were just talking <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna endorse uh this guy noah that i'm seeing <laughs> he's he's really great uh and if you get a chance to date him you definitely should because it's very cool that's okay mine.
2: jared wants us all to know that he's getting laid yeah
1: um no no we're Chuck, not we're not we're christian oh, so do not having no. sex we don't jared, believe in jared him. wants us all to know that we're someone not. likes him yeah. as a human yeah no, that's, that's it is it really Are I you appreciate not, is he it. good yeah. at
2: telling jokes or anything is it supposed just, to be comedy he like a really good oh you didn't say that uh well I think I said it last I think it's
1: episode. hilarious how much this guy's cool so I'm gonna go with that
2: okay Jared that's is it. forfeiting his endorsement for the week no so no, no that's I, really my <laughs> I
1: endorse. I endorse this guy yeah
2: I mean, um, I, I've never even seen you take him out to a an open.
1: I don't want him to meet you. You're mean to me And public. Oh, that's a good Keep point. Him <laughs> <him>. <laughs> he, he probably, I'm, like, like <laughs> my brand is very high. I don't need <laughs> yeah. to introduce him to people who are like, this guy's not that good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: endorses his boyfriend. Yeah. All right. Tell us.
0: Uh, just anything I want to endorse? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: comedy related, I would say preferably. Anything?
0: If there's a guy you're dating you want to endorse, that's oh, fine. If there's yeah. a really good
2: burger in town, I'll take that, I guess. I
0: wish. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Okay i was just uh i was gonna mention an album i've been listening to but i was just like you know what that's fucking lame i'll just uh <laughs>
2: i would like to hear what album you like but
0: I don't, i'm thinking about doing it but okay i would like to just endorse uh taco max it's my favorite tacos in austin nice. i'll just take a moment to be uh where is down. it it's on manor um uh near airport in manor it's uh, okay, yeah. It's this uh, little taco joint here in Austin. I've had a lot of tacos here in Austin. You know, uh but taco deli's good, you know? Uh,
1: but I think I know this place. Torchies this is, is where, dope. This is the place Enzo's always talking about. Yeah, taco was, Max? Well,
2: yeah, I think it's so. where you live, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's right by our apartments. Yeah, so uh, if you're cool. ever in Austin, look up this place called Taco Max um, and go treat yourself. Uh, they are the best tacos I've had in Austin. So it's this uh, laundromat, uh, and then it was... Uh, they used one of the closets for the laundry mat, and they made a window in the wall, and they turned that closet into a kitchen, mm-hmm. and that taco place started doing so well, they closed down the laundry mat, <laughs> yeah? And then, like, they also own the bodega that it's connected to, but they just serve them out the window. They have all kinds of different tacos, and then they did so well, they actually opened an actual chain restaurant somewhere. That's awesome. But... Yeah, if you're at Sandstone, uh, uh, definitely <laughs> a lot of people that <laughs> just live in our apartments <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You already Probably. know what's going Not on, going baby. But if you're in Austin, check out Taco Max.
2: Well, um, you know what? If anyone from Taco Max is listening, we would love a sponsor. So mm-hmm. I, w- I'll promote or tacos. Taco Max. I Just, just Taco. I would love some tacos. I just
0: became an investor last week. Hell yeah! It's publicly traded.
2: <laughs> cool. Well,
0: I wish I did the album. Sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> just tell me later <laughs> our listeners and I'm going to get to know hey if you want to know uh, what album tell us that'll be like our bonus
0: my DMs are open our, uh, right yeah
2: now. or you could just I was going to say you Tweet know me. Facebook page <laughs> us but never mind
0: put it on the page I'll I'll reply on that too
2: okay alright I'm going to hit you up thanks thanks Chris
0: mm-hmm. bye it's <laughs> like an awkward ending thing yeah. <laughs>
2: Hurrah, you've stuck around with us. Uh, if you're still listening, you're our favorite kind of listener because now we just want to promote all the things that we're going to do to you. So thanks for, for listening. They're
1: like real listeners because they like they listened.
2: Yeah, you're listening. Like you're not on just on pretending. Listeners. You're not listening for the first five minutes and be like, good yeah, we got your podcast. I don't know. I don't think anyone would care <sighs> I like I enough to, to do that. But um, if you want to check my comedy out, this... Uh, uh, this Friday, I'll be at the Velveeta Room doing that 11 o'clock show, the Low and Inside show, where we have teams of people telling tweets and one-liners, so that's probably going to be awful. I mean, for me, it's going to be a great show, but I don't know. I'm looking at my tweets, and I'm like, oh, I wish I had gone to the last show. You went to the last show, right? Yeah. Oh, good. I'll ask you about it later. Um, and then on Saturday night, I'm going to be on Sure Thing at 8. Uh, that's the Austin Java Parkway location. What day doing, is that? Saturday night. And oh, what's the date again? This The, the first, first, July 1st, okay, okay. and then after that at 10 o'clock I'll be at the Institution Theater headlining the Smile More Show, so cool. Good. And then uh do you want to Oh, oh.
1: No, but I can't I have on I'm on like three shows but I can't really talk about them right now. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. it's so all got some secret <laughs> some
2: secret shows. <laughs> he doesn't want to spoil. And uh if you want to see Chris on Friday night, he's being featured at Live at Cold Town at 10. And so you could just go to Cold Town at 10, velveta Room at 11. That's the best plan for Friday night. And then on Monday, July third, of course, Chris uh, Tellas and Pat Dean's show Shit's Golden is happening at nine thirty. It's always uh, it's always an awesome show, and we were talking about it on the podcast. So you, you'll see what little video they've got. Um, follow us all on Instagram. I'm at selfawareal, and Chris Tellas is at k r i s tellas because that's what wasn't taken. And Jared doesn't want instagram followers she still so you can wants you can
1: follow me it's just i do put pictures of my asshole on there from time to time i'm waiting to get kicked off
2: banana fan of Farid.
1: <laughs> that gets me every time
2: that's pretty good all right see you next week bye ah, ah,
1: ah. international